I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the world of artificial intelligence, there's been one name that's been on everyone's lips lately. Chat GPT. Chat GPT. Chat GPT. From Equitymates Media, this is The Dive. I'm your host, Sasha Kelly. By now, you've hopefully heard of ChatGPT. And if you're like me and you've spent more than a couple of minutes playing with it, at some stage, you must have had that moment of existential dread as you thought, how long until this technology takes my job? From the outset, fear not, that's still a while away. ChatGPT is still often just getting things wrong. Here at Equitymates HQ, we asked it for a blurb on an Australian software company. And it gave us a description for a real estate investment trust. Now, that's just not right. We shared a few other examples in our Thought Starters email last week. And that included ChatGPT telling users that the Philadelphia Eagles won the Super Bowl and that Croatia left the European Union in 2022. So take a deep breath. While ChatGPT still needs a fact checker, we're a long way from AI taking our jobs. But with that being said, the era of experimentation, it's begun. Companies all over the world are testing incorporating ChatGPT into their processes and workers are finding ways to be more efficient at their jobs. So we wanted to take stock and see where the most exciting experiments are happening. It's Wednesday, the 15th of March, and today I want to know, what are the emerging use cases of ChatGPT? To talk about this today, I'm joined by the co-founder of Equitymates and my colleague, it's Alec Renahan. Alec, welcome to The Dive. Hey, Sasha. This should be a fun episode today. I spent hours on ChatGPT. I think it's so much fun. I think we all have. I think, you know, especially in a media business like this, you do start to look at your job and you say, how long am I going to be able to do this better than the computers? Yeah, and how can this computer help me, which is what we're going to dig into today. Because one of the most surprising headlines that we read recently is that the Coca-Cola company has partnered with OpenAI, which is the company behind ChatGPT. It seems that in every investment fad, we find a lot of companies uh, really try and embrace it. We had uh, a bunch of companies add blockchain to their name in the middle of the crypto boom of the last few years. Then Web3 started showing up in companies' pitch decks and the like. Now you just want to partner with OpenAI, even if you've been making soft drink for over 100 years. <laughs> with the same recipe, presumably, as well. Like, I don't yeah. know what, what it's going to help them do. The Coca-Cola company is getting deep into the artificial intelligence game thanks to a newly inked deal that will see it partnering with OpenAI. In a statement, Coke CEO James Quincy said the company is, quote, excited to unleash the next generation of creativity offered by this rapidly emerging technology. How Coke plans to (laughs) unleash the next generation of creativity in its soft drink remains to be seen. But it was just a real example for us that every company from every industry is trying to figure out 
how chat GPT and generative artificial intelligence fits into their business. OpenAI's chatbot, ChatGPT, has been making headlines because of its advanced capabilities to do things such as coding, writing essays, and even passing an MBA exam. Despite its advanced capabilities, you can use it in your everyday life for simple everyday tasks to make your life easier. Yeah, so while it remains to be seen with Coke, there were some more novel tests with this technology that we could actually get information on. So what industries are we going to look at today? Now, we came across this article from Quartz, QZ.com, that looked at 10 industries. And so shout out to them for doing the heavy lifting for us. We'll include a link to the original article in the show notes. But Sasha, the 10 industries that we're going to look at today travel, the legal system, real estate, marketing, education, politics and law, healthcare, media, technology and construction. Well, let's start with the most glamorous and probably, well, I know we're both going on trips soon to different parts of the world. Let's start with the travel industry. What's going on there? Sasha, we're going on the same trip. Oh, yeah. I know, but then we're going on to other things. We're not on our whole holiday together. Right, okay. I just wanted to make sure you you hadn't forgotten. Um, Well, Travel Weekly, uh, a travel magazine, tested ChatGPT to see how its travel recommendations would compare with those produced by a travel agent with years of experience. The report was ChatGPT was great for the Googleable questions like, what is the best luxury hotel in Paris? But when it was asked for more personal recommendations, it lacked a bit of nuance that came from the advisor. And best luxury hotel in Paris is such a subjective question as well. You know, how are you ever going to give the definitive answer to that? Uh, great question. Something I'll probably have to ask <laughs> ChatGPT. <laughs> but speaking of asking ChatGPT, because Sasha, we are going on part of a trip together. <laughs> I love how um, like we're fact checking on the fly here. Yeah, what did you ask ChatGPT about our trip, Alec? The Equity Mates team, well, a number of us in the Equity Mates team are going to Omaha, Nebraska for Warren Buffett's annual general meeting, Berkshire Hathaway's annual general meeting in May. Mm-hmm. So I asked ChatGPT for three can't miss places in Omaha, Nebraska. And here's what it told me. I'm really excited for this. <laughs> the Henry Dawley Zoo and Aquarium. This world-renowned zoo is a must-see attraction in Omaha. Okay. The Old Market District. The Old Market District is a historic and charming district located in downtown Omaha. And Bob Carey Pedestrian Bridge. This beautiful pedestrian bridge spans the Missouri River and connects Omaha, Nebraska with Council Bluffs, Iowa. It is the longest pedestrian bridge to connect two states. What do you think? Look, Alec, it sounds to me like we've got homework to see whether those three places really do live up to that amazing description. But that's only one of the examples we've got. The second is the legal system. What are the examples that we've got here? In Cartagena, Colombia, we saw the first legal decision from a court using chat GPT. Wow. The case involved a dispute with a health insurance company over whether an autistic child should receive insurance coverage for medical treatment. 
According to court documents, the legal questions entered into ChatGPT included, is an autistic minor exonerated from paying fees for their therapies and has the jurisprudence of the Constitutional Court made favourable decisions in similar cases? The judge included ChatGPT's full responses in his decision, reportedly marking the first time a judge has admitted to doing so. Admitted being the crucial word there, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm also not sure I want ChatGPT answering at least the first of those questions, but that's mm. uh, one example. Another one from New Zealand, an estate lawyer asked ChatGPT to write his will. Oh, that one sounds actually quite useful, Alec. Yeah. Now, ChatGPT won't write a real will, but if you ask ChatGPT to write a hypothetical will, I think that's how this lawyer got around its restrictions. So a couple of examples of the legal system testing out ChatGPT. Some of the most advanced AI programs are convincing to us and they present misinformation or, or information that's incomplete or just outright wrong, not necessarily for, for the purpose of tricking us, but because you know these systems are still somewhat new. So real estate, number three. How are they using the new technology? Sasha, one of the worst parts of being a real estate agent, according to the reports that we've read, is writing listing descriptions. Mm -hmm. Apparently, they're quite tedious and uh, get quite repetitive. And that is the kind of job that's perfectly suited for ChatGPT. So next time you're on realestate.com.au or Domain, you might be reading a listing description from ChatGPT rather than the real estate agent themselves. I need a fact check, Alec, on whether that's really the worst part of a real estate agent's job, but we'll leave that for <laughs> another day. Marketing is another area. What are the examples that we're seeing there? Now, this is a wild one. We came across one company uh, that specializes in video marketing that's making fully AI videos from start to finish. First, I need a script. I'll open up chat GPT and prompt it with this. Write a script in the style of a YouTube video about how to make an apple pie. The video should be under 60 seconds long. The script should feel friendly in nature. In time, there'll be no human involvement. It uses ChatGPT to write the script for the video, and then it uses another platform, Synthesia, to create an avatar video of a person, and then it uses a third platform called Descript, which adds visuals uh, to go alongside or to cut between the video avatar. So between these three platforms, you could create a fully AI-driven video production process. The next one that you've added on the list is the one that I think was seen hand-in-hand hand with most of the headlines when ChatGPT was first coming to our attention, and that's education. Because I think that's the one that most people see the obvious use cases for ChatGPT. Are there any surprising developments in this area? Yeah, well, if you want a billion-dollar business idea, <laughs> create a turn-it-in for AI-generated university and school essays. And you've given everyone that one for free, Alec. You didn't even put any yeah, IP on it. You've just given away that billion-dollar idea. The idea isn't <laughs> the tough part there. Um, yeah, but that's true. there are some uh, teachers and professors who have taken the approach, if you can't beat them, join them. And one example of that is from the Wharton School at the University of Pennsylvania, 
one of the professors there, Ethan Mollick, has actually integrated ChatGPT in his class and rather than getting his students to write essays on the topic, he asks his students to teach ChatGPT about it and suggest improvements, I guess, from what ChatGPT originally writes. Oh, that's really clever. So, yeah, embracing it rather than um, trying to avoid it. The other example we see in the education system, and I'm sure a lot of teachers will be embracing this, writing lesson plans can be incredibly time-consuming and there are reports of a lot of teachers just handballing that off to ChatGPT. Why don't we take a break there? We've still got five more examples to get to, including lawmaking, health industry and tech itself. And let's talk about those in just a minute. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. OpenAI, the San Francisco-based startup that created ChatGPT, opened the tool up for public testing in November 2022. In under a week, the AI model amassed over a million users, according to OpenAI's CEO. By the end of January, ChatGPT was averaging about 13 million visitors per day. Welcome back to The Dive. Today, we're talking about how different industries are embracing and using ChatGPT. Here's one thing that you can get ChatGPT to do for us right now. And that's to write a podcast review and put it in Apple. It is such a huge help for us to get those five-star reviews. It gets us in front of the ears of other people. It's a tiny thing for you to do. Look, you don't even need to be creative. You can just use the technology and let us know. How do you see right now how this incredible chatbot might affect people's careers and how might it affect people's careers in a few years? Here's another industry, and that's lawmakers. How is legislation being influenced by ChatGPT? Earlier this month, the Massachusetts State Senate wrote a bill to regulate generative AI using ChatGPT. Apparently, it couldn't write the whole law, but State Senator Barry Feingold was quoted as saying, ChatGPT got us 70% of what we needed when we wanted to draft this bill, but it didn't get us all the way. Still, ChatGPT writing 70% of a law to regulate ChatGPT, there's a certain irony to that. The law that they ended up writing, how does it regulate generative AI? Yeah, so this is the first of what we should expect to be many attempts to regulate generative AI. There was some pretty basic ones. So uh, the largest generative AI companies had to register with the Attorney General's office. They had to disclose information about their algorithms. They had to conduct regular risk assessments and have uh, certain numbers of security measures. So nothing that you really wouldn't expect. A few things around data privacy, Mm -hmm. requiring consent from users before process information, requiring companies to de-identify information. But here's one that I thought was particularly interesting, Sasha, and ties back to the education point we were making earlier. This law would require large-scale AI models to be programmed to generate all text with a distinctive watermark or offer an authentication process to detect 
plagiarism. So that would solve the uh, chat GPT wrote my essay. <laughs> Important to stress, this law, I don't believe passed or is maybe in being the process, but I don't think it's law yet. Another industry is the health industry and using ChatGPT as a diagnostic aid. Can you tell me a bit more about this? Yeah, so physicians have started experimenting with ChatGPT's ability to diagnose patients and one doctor called ChatGPT, quote, eerily good. (laughs) But as you said in your introduction, Sasha, ChatGPT has a habit of just getting things wrong Mm. and confidently telling you it anyway. Uh, Apparently, there were a few examples where ChatGPT just made up diagnosis. So uh, if there's any doctors out there, uh, don't stress too much. ChatGPT isn't coming for your job yet. But as a physician's aid, as something to help in diagnosis, it seems pretty compelling. Yeah, it brings a new meaning to getting a second opinion when you've got ChatGPT helping you out there. I'm a bit worried. Tell me, what is this new ChatGPT thing? What role is it going to play in our future? This one in particular really uh, caught our attention, and that's media and publications. Basically, this is how we're gonna <laughs> going to use ChatGPT. But what's actually happening here? Yeah, I think every major news outlet has written uh, this article was written by <laughs> ChatGPT article. So certainly guilty of that. Don't need to, <laughs> we probably don't need to stress this one too much. Yeah, we did a podcast uh, scripted by ChatGPT. Uh, important to stress for any media entrepreneurs out there, ChatGPT has only been trained on data up to 2021. Mm. So if you want it to write a story about, you know, the cricket result on the weekend. Uh, it won't have that data yet. Second last industry, Alec, is tech. Our colleagues used ChatGPT to write our new daily game, BizNerdle, which, side note, is a great way to start your day. Basically, Wordle for businesses. You've just got to guess what the business is in five clues or less. That's it. Have you played today, Alec? <laughs> uh, I have, and it actually took me three goes today, so it was pretty Ooh. tough. Yeah, There's a whole world of writing code that ChatGPT is now helping with. Importantly as well, it's also helping debug code. So uh, rather than having to run code and try and figure out what the error is or what's causing the issue, you can now ask ChatGPT what the output of a certain snippet of code would be and it can help uh, people debug code a lot faster. So... Yeah, pretty compelling use cases both in writing and fixing code. And the last industry is construction. Now, the obvious question might be, how on earth does a chatbot help you build things? But the answer's all in project management, isn't it? Academics from New York University Abu Dhabi gave ChatGPT a floor plan, a list of tasks and a scope of works and asked it to generate a schedule for the construction work. And while not perfect, uh, ChatGPT was able to do the job. It was able to uh, assist with basic project management. So if you've got a complex task at your work and you're trying to get your head around how you tackle it, maybe jump onto ChatGPT and ask it to give you a hand. That's the best way to end this, Alec. We've only covered 10 industries, but there's so many more and there's so many innovative ways people are playing with this technology. So we want to hear from you. How are you experimenting 
with ChatGPT, send us an email. Our address is thedive at equitymates.com. I've also popped it just there in the show notes. And remember, you can give us a huge helping hand by taking 10 seconds, 30 seconds to write a really quick review and hit follow or subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. Alec, thanks so much for joining me today to talk all about ChatGPT. Thanks, Sasha. Until next time. You have been listening to an Equitymates Media production. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. This podcast is intended for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general advice only and has not taken into account your personal financial circumstances, needs or objectives. Before acting on general advice, you should consider if it is relevant to your needs and read the relevant product disclosure statement. And if you're unsure, please speak to a financial professional. The hosts of this podcast and their guests may have positions in the companies mentioned. Equitymates Media operates under an Australian Financial Services Licence 540697.